Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. We are back with episode number 384. How the hell have we been around this long? You know why we've been around this long? Because we, we have fun, we put out good content, and damn it, we win leagues. So that's what it's all about. So welcome back. Hopefully you're tuned in on either Facebook Live or on our YouTube channel. You make sure you drop a like, hit the subscribe button. There'll be no giveaways, but you know what? You should do it anyway if you like what you see here. Leave some comments in the chat and we can get to them as we podcast tonight. We're going to bring you some news as well as we are going to bring you our last straw players. Players, Tyler and James are going to give you players that they are given one more chance before they're done. And I'm going to give you my players that I'm already there. I'm not rostering these guys ever again, regardless of what team or situation they find themselves on. I'm just done. Out of here with them. But I'm your host, Doug. Tyler and James are in the building. James, what's going on down there in Jersey, my friend? Um, we got some snow this week. I was very excited about a that. A little bit of snow, eh? A little, little, little snow. A little bit of nose snow, candy. Huh? Little, little five snow, huh? to, no, a little five to six inches of snow. It was the first time in two years. It was great. It was absolutely wonderful. Two or three. Maybe two or three. Tyler's like, I get that in an hour, bro. Yeah, we actually had one massive snowfall, and then it's been nothing. It's been warm. They call it a snowfall there. You know what I mean? It, a drizzle here, it's like is snowflakes. like eight inches. <laughs> yeah. We got a little bit of snow, but nothing too bad. So the weather hasn't been bad. It was a little warmer today. It was almost 40. Whew. Shut the front door. Heat wave. It's nice when it's not like 15 degrees out like it was the other day. I was like, oh, I am cold. I think it's supposed to be like 60 here. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow. Wow. That's it's way too warm. Yeah. <laughs> global yeah, warming at its to, finest fat dog used to go out and shovel the driveway in his shorts and not give a care in the world a uh, hundred pound less dog is like i'm cold i can feel it now because i don't have wow. all the blubber insulating me i guess weight isn't the only thing you love well did i lose my mind your manhood <laughs> i still have my penis tyler you shut your mouth prove it no <laughs> oh. this, this podcast is just going all right we're, yeah. we, we got canceled by yeah this week we thought. are sponsored by only fans slash <laughs> the fantasy father and Make sure to check that out we've got some really good promotions going on right now save 10 percent with the code dhhhr yeah <laughs> durr is getting a call for sure oh durr yeah. is getting a call you know who you should call though if you need a sponsor because that's who we called is our friends over at underdog They've got some awesome stuff going on for the playoffs. You know, I like to do the parlays, the player parlays. I came so close to hitting a 10 for 200 again this week, and I couldn't get it done. And then I came close in another one. I'm going to hit one one of these days. I'm not as lucky. I'm not as good or as lucky as James is. James He's the is only one that wins good. money on this show. I, I spend it, and I don't make it. So, But I play for small stakes, 10 bucks here and there. I'm not, I don't do anything crazy. But underdog is a lot of fun. You can also go on there. NBA. Season is in full swing as well as Aki is uh, is uh, the puck is dropped on that season as well. And baseball will he be here before you know it. You can play any sport, anytime, any way you like. It's very exciting. When you use code DHH, you can get your up to $100 matched right away on their website and start uh, start betting it today. Or you wait for the weekend. You got championship weekend. We got the final four teams. You want to bet the over on Jameer Gibbs 
rushing yardage or, you know, how many yeah. receptions he's going to have, yards from scrimmage, if he's going to fumble, like all these cool things are I on I saw there one today, Sam Laporta, uh, over four and a half receptions. Sign me up. They're nailing, they're nailing these numbers because four and a half for Laporta is like oof, literally like, his average. <laughs> it, could, it could be. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, Warner and Greenlaw were playing out of their brains in the last game. So, so I, I have to ask: mm-hmm. Give me your Super Bowl and then your winner. Not what right. you would like it to be, but what you expect it to be. I mean, I would love Detroit to be in the Super Bowl. I that, think I, I actually nine. think it's going to be the Lions and the Ravens, and I think the Ravens win. How many people are going to just be so upset when Pat Mahomes makes a Super Bowl again? Guilty. Hey guys, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Chiefs and Lions. Oh, so you're on the Lions side. That would be a fun. That, you We're know what? When, remember when the Rams Taylor Swift. Remember when the Rams <laughs> and the Chiefs played and scored like 90 points? Yeah. I would like that in my veins on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. That would be phenomenal. Yeah, I think it's going to be Lions Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs will win again. Just the to o- piss everybody off. The over under on uh, on McCole Hardman is, to catch a ball is like <laughs> to fumble. What's the over under? I was gonna say, <laughs> but what does he do after the catch? Is what everybody's wondering. He but more everybody fumbles knows. than he did receptions. Just imagine that the, this year's Chiefs reminds me of some of the old Brady teams when he just had Bupkis at catch cast, uh, pass catcher, freaking COVID. Um, that's what it reminds me of is that he doesn't have the weapons, but he's so good and the, the defense plays so well that it just elevates the rest of the team. That's what it reminds me of because guys like McCole Hardman reminds me of like Rache Caldwell, like just not good players that are getting the ball because they have no other options. That's disrespect to Caldwell. RIP. Yeah. Um, to Rache Caldwell. Um, anywho, let's get into some news. Thank you again to underdog. That was code DHH hundred dollars matched right away. Uh, we've got some non-player news and some head coaching news. So Antonio Pierce was the interim head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Guys in the locker room were saying, we want him. Max Crosby was like, we want Pierce. They wanted Rich Bisaccia, uh last year after he led them to uh, a winning record down the stretch, and they did not retain him. And yeah, you hired Josh McDaniels like idiots. Uh, so Mark Davis in his super cool bowl cut was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to my players because they might know things. And Max Crosby, I don't want to make him upset because he might eat me. So uh, Antonio Pierce is now the formal head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. And the Raiders also hired Tom Telesco, the former Chargers GM, who's responsible for a lot of really good moves for the Chargers. I know they never won anything. Good Um, draft picks. They traded for Khalil Mack. They they drafted Keenan Allen and Derwin James and and all those Quentin Johnson. Herbert. Um, And Herbert. So, you know, I think that's a good pickup for them from a GM standpoint. Um, I don't think Pierce's the head coach has much impact on any of the players from a fantasy perspective. He's Dan Campbell. That's the type of coach he's going to be. And he's the Raiders version of Dan Campbell. So Dan Campbell's got the spirit of Detroit. Oh, yeah, we're tough. He's quiet and dangerous. Pierce is like. Much like don't myself. don't mess with that dude right there. Like that's what Pierce is, and he brings that tough Raiders mentality that they used to be. And I I really like the hire. Yeah, but. I think it's a I think it's a good hire as well. Um, the Eagles are starting to clear house. They are keeping Nick Sirianni as their head coach. It looks like, but they have fired their DC Brian Johnson. They fired, or he's the offensive coordinator, right? Yeah, he's the offensive coordinator, and they fired their DC. They fired, they pretty much they fired, fired Patricia, who was the assistant DC, who was calling yeah, plays towards go. the end of the season. They are clearing house uh, from their coordinator standpoint. They, I mean, obviously, we know they struggled down the stretch. They lost six of their last seven games. 
AJ Brown is uh, apparently not very happy with the team. He could be on the move in the offseason, which would be interesting if that's the case. Um, you know, maybe they trade him on draft day and flip him and they draft somebody, kind of like how the Titans did that with Traylon Burks, who hasn't panned out yet. Um, but yeah, so that's an interesting uh, clearing of the house for the Eagles. Um, the Titans got a deal done with uh, Brian Callahan, who is the former OC of the Cincinnati Bengals. He was on many teams shortlist this offseason. Uh, the Bengals scored 21 and a half points per game while fighting through a lot of injuries. Obviously, we know Joe Burrow, a lot T. Injuries. Higgins missed time. Jamar Chase was a little banged up. Um, Did Joe Cal- Burrow missed like twice. He went out on like two different yeah. injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Callahan uh, is from the Gary Kubiak coaching tree. He's previously previously worked with a lot of legitimate quarterbacks, Peyton Manning, Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow. Break uh, pads. When I first saw this, <laughs> Callahan, break <pads. laughs> yes, I'm wearing my uh, banana uh, sweatshirt for. Yeah. Callahan so the thing with the, when I saw this Callahan hire, my first thought was Will Levis. I was like, I like this as a potential potential help for Will Levis. I also like it for Tajay Spears because Derrick Henry is gone. He said his goodbyes. If they don't draft or sign a, a draft a running back or sign one in free agency, Tajay could. I mean, we saw Mixon touch the ball 20 times a game. I don't know if Tajay is built like that. I, I would like to think he might be. Um, but those are the two first things that I thought of. And I think they're going to really, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is back. I think they're going to be in the market for a receiver either via the draft or in free agency as well. You know, they've got a couple of, I mean, Burks is, we don't know what he is yet. Chig is good. Uh, straw we, player. Yeah. Burks. I think, yeah. I think Burks is actually, this is good news for him because Callahan knows how to use, he used all of his receivers. And like we mentioned earlier off, you know, not recording about the Bengals back about the Bengals backup receivers. If Shavashris and Charlie Jones and how late in the season, like you saw him utilize them and to their talents. And I think Callahan will get the most out of Burks more than what Vrabel or any of the OCs did. And to answer on the, the Tajay Spears kind of thing. I don't think he does stay, uh, get a full workload per se. It may be like a 60 40 or maybe a 55 45 split. Fan with me? With yeah. my boy Julius Chestnut. Uh, no, I, I think they do go Joey's out and brother. get somebody. There's, there's got to be Glizzy some gone. kind of vet. I mean, what about Austin Eckler just sitting there? You know? Ugh. I mean, they're like the same player. Yeah. And Except one has a little more juice nowadays. One's a little older, one's a little younger. I think Eckler is going to go to a team and produce for like another year or two. Yeah. Just That's what we said about Dalvin Cook, too. Dalvin Cook looked great, by the way, this past he weekend. He did. He did. <laughs> it hit the over on his prop. Maybe it was just the Jets. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Brees Hall looked pretty good, but. Brees Hall looked well, Brees Hall phenomenal. is. But Brees Hall is Brees Hall. I think we just got to realize Brees Hall mm-hmm. is the dude. Yes, yeah. I, I agree with that. I did want to talk a little bit about we did have some games over the weekend. And just a quick, uh, if you saw anything that you liked, we did have some injuries. Debo left that game with a shoulder injury. He's 50-50 to play in the championship game. I think he's the real key cog for the Niners offense is that if Debo's healthy, I think the Lions might be in a little bit of trouble. But if Debo is out, I mean, the Lions defense is their Achilles heel. It's going to be very interesting. A monster in the playoffs. Like he is out for blood. Yeah, he's had eight sacks in four games, I think, in his yeah. last four. So, yeah, yeah he's playing Hutch. really well. Did you guys have any um, observations uh, from the games this past weekend that you wanted to cover real quick? So, stuff that maybe stood out to you. Um, the Packers should have won. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Um, Purdy? I'm not sure about Purdy. 
everyone is so back and forth and waffling right? on per- one week. Everyone loves him, and then everyone's like, "He's a system quarterback." But then he makes this amazing throw to Ayuk when they need it. Yes, and he it puts was... it in a small window where only Ayuk can get it, and people are still doo doing all over Purdy and be like, "He's he's just this, he's just that." That throw took onions to pull and, that off. And doesn't he have an injury on his hand? Doesn't he have something going on with his well, hand? I know he's wearing the gloves off and off because yeah. of the rain. And I, and I want to say there's something going on with his throwing hand. Maybe. So, I mean, every quarterback this year has a fucking torn yeah. thumb. I mean, he dropped, he dropped back five, 600 times. You're going to get. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he was messing around with the glove and all that. And people are like, oh, his hand size two, two and a quarter. Joe Burrow has nine inch hand size. And they even were talking on a podcast like, hey, Mahomes has the same hand size as Purdy. Like, mm-hmm. So yeah. well, what are we even talking about here? It was bad weather. So I, I'm I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. He's he's still playing really good, and we actually get to see him play in a championship game, hopefully without getting hurt within the first drive. So yeah, I think I think these playoffs will show who he actually is, especially this week against a defense that should he should be able to pick apart a little bit. You know, one player that I really enjoy watching that's probably only rostered in forty percent, maybe less dynasty leagues. He's available in probably most of them. Is Juwan Jennings? Yeah, like. That yeah. dude comes in, he just plays his he's tough, he's scrappy. Every time he touches the ball, he makes something happen. He's an interesting player. Like if um, like say, you know, they're probably did they they're probably gonna pick up the fifth year on Ayuk, I would imagine. No, no, yeah, fifth year on Ayuk, I would imagine, right? Or they already yeah, did. I think they already did. So if Ayuk goes somewhere as a free agent and Juwan Jennings was the guy left behind, I'm just saying, if he's available in your dynasty league and you got space, go pick him up. He's he's a fun player, solid hands. He's just He's a, he's a dude. He reminds me of and Debo Tim gets hurt a lot. So he reminds me of Tim Patrick of the Broncos. James is one of James's favorite I love players. Tim Pat- that is anytime, spot on. Yeah, anytime Patrick really touches the ball, he makes something happen and he looks good. He just doesn't have the role where he gets more than three or four targets a game. But if he, he was ever like got a Detroit that, Lions, Marvin Jones, Marvin yeah, Jones, less explosive. He's just a different type of player. But can we talk about one wide player? Right? Wide right. Let's talk. Let's talk, talk about, about wide Love. right. Jordan Love, or, Jordan Love or Trevor Lawrence? Jordan Who Love. At value. Jordan Love. Love. I'm done with Lawrence. He should be he should be on my uh on He's my on my list. All right, so we'll, we'll get, get we'll get to that. The but, classic uh, cart in front of the horse, Tyler. Every I'm week not, now. I'm not convinced fully on Jordan Love. I'm really not. I am. And they would have and the won fun. the game. They would have won the game. But he, that decision he had a bad show things. Yeah, but how that many shouldn't of the, matter. No. That How many of those did he actually all, like, have? I'm not sold on Jordan Love. Like, if he won the game or not, like he showed you enough. Especially, you know, he had a little bit mid-season where you're like, eh. and then the last two months, dude was balling his out of ups his mind. Are great, good and his downs are really down. The be- the best part is, is he's going to get paid. They're they're already talking extension as one of the higher paid quarterbacks. He will have in. security, which is what everybody was worried about with that small two year contract he got. If mm-hmm. he gets that contract. I think he boosts up into the top eight quarterbacks for me. And I mean, he finishes what QB five this year. Yeah, I mean, I'd say around quarterback ten. Him and Kyler will be neck and neck with each other. I think by, I'd say. I think I'd rather have Love because he's got all those young pass catchers he can be consistent with. None of them are up for contracts anytime soon. And if he gets anything out of Christian Watson, look out. Yeah, and none of these pass catchers are like elite. He's doing this with. yeah. Yeah. So for, for me, 
if they can actually get another running back in there to help them because Aaron Jones is getting up there in age. I think Aaron Jones will be back, though. And I think they will draft a running back, and I think they will draft another another tackle to help Jordan Love. This team is built for him to succeed. I've seen a lot of Trey Benson mocked to the Packers, and I would like that. Yeah, let's get another. If you have Jones and Benson there, I mean, uh, we'll talk about their other running back as when I get into it, but... Um, but yeah, I, I believe in Jordan Love and I would rather take him over Trevor Lawrence because if you compare Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones stats through their first three seasons, they are freakishly similar and it that should scare the hell out of you. Yeah, I think I'm with you on the Kyler thing. I think I'd rather have Jordan Love. Yeah, I, I mean, Kyler's kind of turned it around for me. Like he's not as much of a Delta Bravo as he has been in the past, which I which makes me enjoy him more. But still, it's, um, you know, we'll see what they do. If they if they draft Marvin Harrison Jr., That'll obviously help Kyler out, and they have McBride, and I think I'd still like Love, though. Yeah, I love Love. I love Love. Any other final thoughts on the weekend in football? Um, Stephon uh, Diggs. Other than were they was he trying to avoid him on that last play? I mean, because he was wide open. Let's stop with let's stop with that. Josh Allen is elite, by the way. Yeah, and no, I'm I'm saying if you watch that play. He got hit by his tackle. Shakir would have scored without oh, a doubt. Diggs was if, open. Shakir was open. Yeah. Shakir, he made the right read. He went for the touchdown. Was it a little tad early and left too much time from Holmes? Of course. Yes. 100%. But he made the right choice and had Shakir wide open in the end zone. It was just that split second of getting hit by that guard or tackle. That was the problem. I'm, I'm going uh, to pump us up for a second because I said two and a half months ago. Pick up Khalil Shakir if you can. And now mm-hmm. everything I see with Dynasty content is like, oh, buy Khalil Shakir. And I was like, man, I said that a long time ago. This is why you got to come to the Dynasty happy hour, man. Come yeah. on. You could buy him even lower two and a half months ago. I got him for free two and a half months exactly. ago in three leagues. <laughs> yeah. And if you guys exactly. even remember back when uh, Tim Keller was on the podcast, who's a yep. Boise State lover, loves Boise State. He was massive on Khalil Shakir. Yeah, he likes Shakir a lot. JJ Zacharyson also a big Khalil. Yeah, so, and that's one of the only podcasts I listen to. So, and I like JJ. Shout out to Late Round QB. His rookie prospect guide will be up, available to pre-order. His video is really, really sweet. That too, was that, really cool. The yeah. preview. LateRoundQB.com to check that out. Maybe we can get a free copy. Hook us up. Maybe. All right, let's move on to Trophy Smack. If you just finished up your league, you should already have a trophy. But if you're being a slacker, you know life happens. Maybe you had something going on. You're just forgetful. Go on trophysmack.com, get your fantasy football trophy, your belt, your grill, whatever you want. You can also get hockey, basketball, baseball, soccer. Everything is customizable. If your winner likes Teletubbies, make them a Teletubby belt. Make them a Teletubby trophy. Do whatever you want with Teletubbies. I don't really care. They have the right trophy for I think you. We know exactly what Doug Don't do everything you want. Tinky Winky and use code DHHRING. Get a free $60 championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or belt. And they also have stuff for all those losers. Maybe the Teletubby stuff goes for the losers. I don't know. Whatever. Get um, off Teletubbies. <laughs> what are you doing? They've got, they've got Borat bikinis. They've got all sorts of signage. They've got toilets, uh, toilet bowls. You name it. For the losers. It's code DHHRING. Get that free ring at checkout. All right. We are going to bring you to our last straw players, and I'm going to give you my players that I'm already fed up with that I'm never going to roster again. I got breaking news. What is breaking news? Eagles bring in Cliff Kingsbury for the vacant OC position. Interview or hire? Interview. 
Yeah, oh. they also interviewed Arthur Smith. Uh, <laughs> sell everybody. That's more break, that's Smith's better like, breaking bye. news. <laughs> DeAndre Swift's like, bye bye. Oh, Dallas man. Goddard shakes in his boots. No wonder why AJ Brown wants to leave. Yeah, he's like he'll get sixty targets. Did he work with him in Tennessee? Yes, <laughs> and he got like eighty targets, but you know, did, yeah, did well with them. You'd think they would consult their star wide receiver, like maybe like a little bit, like maybe yeah. the quarterback too. Arthur Smith, I can't believe I, I don't. That's got to be a plant. There's no way there's Kenneth seventeen. Gainwell to the moon. In him. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Rashad Penny's back, boys. All right. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Uh, I'll start it off with the players that. Are my guys that I will never roster again. If I have them on my roster, I am selling them for whatever I can get for them that's reasonable. The number one player on my list, I actually sold this player last year after the big playoff game with four touchdowns. So selling at the right time, always a good, always a good thing in Dynasty. I think I sold him for Christian, I sold him for Christian Kirk, and there was some money exchanged in the league um, that I was in. It was an auction league. Uh, so I sold Gabe Davis for Christian Kirk, which worked out well. Um, but Gabe Davis is, I don't care where he signs as a free agent. He's just not my kind of player. I don't want players on my team that are going to be hyper inconsistent. He had what, six games this year or four, four to six games with zero points. Yeah. It now was bad. when and he you hits, knew. you knew though, yeah, right. you can't back play and, him. And that's it was the whole back thing. and forth. When he hits, he hits, decent or big yeah but i don't want to play that russian roulette game with my wide receiver three hopefully he's not your wide receiver three on your dynasty team or there's a bye week and you have to put him in and you're kind of like gritting your teeth and i'm like i don't want to start game davis i grit my teeth when he's like my wide receiver four or five yeah because you know that there could be a potential donut and it could tank your week i don't Mm -hmm. want those players i think gabe davis he's probably going to move on in free agency i'm not interested no matter where he goes if he goes he to resigns. Kansas City, I don't care. I'm just done. I don't like that type of player that is boomer bust. He doesn't get the target share. I don't nothing about his profile really stimulates me. I'm just totally out on Gabe Davis. I'll never roster him again. Uh and I have zero ownership right now. So can, Tyler, I who saw, is your first I player on your last draw list? Um, I'm gonna start it with Jahan Dotson. Now Doug went with he's not you know, rostering them right now. I'm giving them these guys one last chance. And Jahan Dotson is it. There's I'd pay a, new, a third for Dotson right now. There's being a new quarterback. There's going to be a new coach, new general manager. There's going to be a whole new lot of stuff going on in Washington. And if Jahan Dotson can't do it after this year, after having a sophomore year where we were all excited for him yeah. and he fell apart, I'm, I'm out. If I have him anywhere, um, I will gladly take a second after this following year, and he does nothing. I will look to see if somebody's uh, Dante Moncrief, Dante Moncrief loving him like Doug and I were, and we'll see if there's real fanboys. We're next to each other on the hill, bones holding hands. Yes, that is us. And Jahan Dotson, it could scream Dante Moncrief. I'd buy him for a third right now, though. I mean, yeah, I don't think anybody who has him will sell him for a third. Ah, you might be surprised. I would be very surprised if third? that happens. <laughs> I'd, I'd buy for a third. I'd I mean, I, w- I would buy anything for a third. Yeah. I'd buy Gabe Davis for a third. Ugh. Fair. I love Gabe Davis. So, Boomer, bus player for a third round pick. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
I mean, everybody's like, well, Puka was a third, fourth round pick. No, that, no. that never happened. was like a fourth and a fifth, and that's a one-off. Like, yeah. Between oh. him and Amon Ross St. Brown, those are two guys in the last how many years? Like, Three. Yeah. No, it's longer than that. Like, but, Amon Ross was like a huge outlier. But people are going to be like, I'm really good at this. I, how many I times are we going to hear, this is the next Puka Nakua or Amon Ross St. Brown in this draft cycle? We said it about James Robinson over and over and over again, and I it can't, just didn't happen. I can't wait. To hear all of Twitter with all their info this guy's that I the get. Next, this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm I haven't been much on Twitter, and I'm going to stay either. far away from it as possible. If you want your information, you just come right here every week. Yep, every Tuesday night, nine o'clock Eastern time. And I'm going to I'm going to come in and keep us rolling with the uh, last straw players. Now I look at this in both both lenses. Uh, Doug, not not rostering. Some of these players that I'm going to mention, I do roster. I'm looking to get rid of them off of my roster for the 2024 season. Oh, that's great to say. Um, or I have never touched them with a 10-foot pole, or they're already off my roster. But the first one is a small-hand man from Pittsburgh, and that's Kenny Pickett. All right? I am not – if you have him on your roster now, I sold my last share this year. Um, I wound up getting a late first for him. I'm happy for that. And as you should be. Yeah. If you didn't sell mid season, like my game plan was in the beginning of the season, uh, you missed out, but either way, I'm not keeping them around. Who the heck knows what the Steelers are going to do. They'll probably wind up being eight, nine or nine and eight. Um, And he's going to be me. And he's going to be mediocre. And I don't think they go out and get another quarterback this season. We'll see. If they keep Mason Rudolph, I think he's a starter. Kenny Pickett is not the starter. Yeah, I mean, Trubisky's toast. Imagine, and you loved Kenny Pickett coming out. Imagine selling Pickett after the preseason. After he went off in the preseason, you could have gotten a, a mid-first. Tyler, Two- uh, the wet fart trade of the year for Kenny Pickett was your trade of Mac Jones for Kenny Pickett. Yes, Mac Jones, Kenny Pickett. I moved up. I moved up to get Gibbs with that trade Which and i trade down and he took zay flowers i think and then he traded gibbs probably. no he took quentin johnson with uh, the pick and i took gibbs well i i used that pick to trade up to go get gibbs yeah whatever yeah, yeah. but i it was, it was pretty much like hey you want this bag of shit for this bag of shit it's <laughs> exactly what it was it'll be interesting to see uh what happens with mac jones if he gets another shot in the nfl somewhere. i agree i i think he's just the system broken but i think he's Somewhere Him in it, between what we saw this year and his rookie year. What if he was with Shanahan? It would help. I he mean, they be, wanted to draft him, apparently. Yes. I think he would be Purdy. He'll back up Purdy. I think he would be I was be about Purdy. to say, he reminds me of Sam Darnold right now. That's funny. I mean, yeah, Sam Darnold fair. has a way better arm, just has nothing between the years. It's true. All right, I'm going to move on to my next player that I am absolutely done with. I sold off my last rosterable share of this player to Tyler, actually, and it's Deshaun Watson. I'm done. I know it's the whole waiting around like, oh, well, he was so elite. What did he show you this year? He had maybe one decent game towards the end of the season where he was like, oh, he kind of looks like he was. I'm not buying it. I mean, we saw Joe Flacco get dropped into that offense and drop 300-yard bombs every single week. He woke up David Njoku. Amari Cooper was popping off. Like, the offense was humming with Joe Flacco. They were not humming with Deshaun Watson. And he's not going anywhere. Like, they're not going to get rid of him for a very long time. He's due, like, $45 million this year. You can't get out from that contract right now. This isn't a Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz situation where you can kind of, you know, eat the dead cap. You can't. 
Deshaun Watson's going to be there. Amari Cooper's due $20 million. We don't know if he's going to be back with Cleveland. I would think he would be. Um, you know, we don't know the future of Nick Chubb. They said they want him back, but he may have to restructure like his knee um, to stay <laughs> that there. That already happened. Yeah, and I like Jerome Ford a lot. So anyway, but Deshaun Watson is a guy. We've seen the peak Deshaun Watson, and he's never going to get there again, folks. So I moved on. And if someone offered me a trade for Deshaun Watson and I was like, oh, maybe I'm getting a deal here, I don't want it. I'm passing. Can I can I rebuttal you a little oh, bit? Oh, for sure. Um, he had an injury that most quarterbacks would sit out from. Don't care. He did sit out. He did sit yeah, out. Yeah, and then he came back with don't an care. injury that should have had surgery. He tried to come back, and he did hit. One of his best games was with it being the worst it was. Um. I I actually think his value is a deal. We're talking about a guy. I'm not I'm not looking at what he was. I'm looking at I'm getting a what he might be. quarterback two. If he's my quarterback two, I'm not paying quarterback one prices, but if I can pay what his price actually is right now, a quarterback two. Second. Get I, I think a late first. If you're a contender and you need that quarterback. I mean, if you need a quarterback, that's the only need you. I'm looking have. elsewhere. Like who? It, quarterbacks in that range, I want all of them. I don't want Deshaun Watson. I mean, I, I still think there's a chance he re rebounds. This is a little this bit. is this is what people get caught up on. They see a player that was elite, and they hope and they hope and they hope, and I just don't think it's coming. What would you rather have, Jared Goff or Deshaun Watson? Jared Goff, Goff. easy. I mean, I'm Goff is going to be valued he's higher. Up. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't I mean, get his... hurt, and he's going to be 4,500 yards and 30 plus touchdowns. I think if we're looking at that range, Baker or Deshaun Watson. Baker, that's Baker. a tough one for me. That is probably going to be where the price is, and they're both going to be. I'm going to say value. Baker. Only reason why is because I know he's going to be on the field no matter what. Okay. And uh, I want my return on investment time. somehow, some way. Like, I can see Deshaun Watson going backwards a little bit more than Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, if Watson, anything, we saw Mayfield grow and Deshaun Watson regress. Watson is a risk. That's for sure. But I mean, you're not paying top dollar for him anymore. I don't that's where 50 cents on the dollar for him. But yeah. I, liked, I liked the Baker comparison. It was good. Yeah, I would go Baker easy. All Tyler, right. who you got? Uh, my next year? one, this is it this year. If I don't see it with a new head coach, probably a new quarterback and a new offense, Kyle Pitts, I'm sorry, but you're off. Like He may be Njoku in six you can years. You trade me all your shares. You're seven for Njoku, by the way. I'll yes. give you third-round picks in every you league. Ain't, I mean, we're, talk, we're talking <laughs> actual like reasonable. but Yeah, Pitts, I mean, it would be a high second. Pitts, right now, I would love to go out and buy. If you're looking for a tight end that was probably worth an early second, yes, 100%. Give me Kyle Pitts because the value could skyrocket. But if it doesn't happen this year, I think we're looking at um, – I, I don't know. Where would you guys value him? Like maybe Cole Komet. You'd probably want Cole Komet more. Who if got it paid. doesn't pan out this year? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, then I would say Cole Komet. But right now I'd still have Kyle Pitts above him because his ceiling is just so much higher yes and he is like uh daniel jeremiah was talking about kyle pitts and he goes brock bowers is one of the best to ever play college football he he's one of the best tight ends to ever play college kyle pitts is a freak athlete one of the most freak athletes in the position so 
you got to remember how good this guy was in the combine and how much in his of rookie a, season. Yeah, yeah. A historic rookie year. Yeah. But we're looking at something that if he doesn't come back from the MCL fully healthy this coming season with a new coach and a new offense, we can't start. We can't keep blaming Arthur Smith anymore. This is Kyle Pitts. It's his issue after this. I mean, can we take the two years of Arthur Smith off? I uh, know we can't blame Arthur Smith for that at all. No, I would partially. I would blame him for that, and I would this blame, year I would blame, blame the him for the for the wasn't Ar- well. wasn't Arthur Smith with Matt Ryan one year when Matt Ryan hyper targeted Kyle Pitts his rookie his rookie season? year yeah yes he was oh so it was the quarterback I it was a quarterback and uh, but you got to remember like people are blaming Arthur Smith so this is where you got to stop blaming the head coach if it does not happen. I believe it will happen, so I'm hoping that I'm wrong here on the last chance. That's why it's the last chance. You get one chance, and if it doesn't happen, you get one shot. Do not I'm miss looking, your chance to blow. I, I think I would start looking to kind of deal before the floor is kind of swept under him. Fair enough, James. Who's your next last straw guy? Last straw running back, J.K. Dobbins. Does he have, have value? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Like, I want to say yes, because the hype around him at the beginning of the season was very, very good. And I think he's he's definitely a buy right now. But the the point is, it's a risky it's a risky deal. He's 25 years old. He's been in the league for four years. He's only what? Played for what? A hundred snaps in the last three years. I mean, you're pretty much much going into the bakery and you're looking at the day old section. Yeah, yeah. that's what I did the other day. The, the gotta... line for the bagel shop this weekend was so freaking long. I'm like, all I want is some breakfast. I go over there and I'm looking at the the day old bagels that they have in the. You squeeze the bag. them to see how soft they are. Yeah, like, no, I checked. The... These will do. That's so you exactly touched all of them? Yeah, <laughs> they're in a bag, Tyler. Through the bag. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't so know how. Dobbins is coming off an ACL and now an Achilles, so he is definitely that. That day old bread or a couple day old bread. That, that you're I like, think the ah. wait is. A, I'm done waiting. I really am. I'm. I'm not gonna. I. I have him on in. I believe two leagues. So you're selling for a third? No. That's does what his go, price where is. Where does he go? Get out where of does he town. Go where he's gonna get touches? Doug. What is Dobbins worth? He ain't worth a second. No. He I mean, wor- he, he's worth more than a third. Nah. I don't think so. Not now. Not coming off those injuries, and he's a free agent. You don't know where he's gonna. I mean, if he lands with, if he, if there's rumors that he's healthy and he lands with Dallas or something like, or Baltimore again, or Baltimore again. I mean, screaming value, J.K. Dobbins. You hear heard it here first on DH. I don't know. I that's tough. That's a risky. I would for a third. I think I would do it if I'm if I'm middle of the the road. But would you give him up for a third? No. Um, depending on what my team looks like, yeah. If I'm, I mean, it's all team dependent. If I see a player that I want in the draft and I need to trade into a spot, I'd give him up for a third. Yeah. There's a player I I really want. Yeah. Dobbin's a great player. If you have on your roster and you want to trade up like maybe eight spots and you're like, I need to get this guy. Dobbin's Dobbin's on top. Yes. Yes. Because he's got just the right amount of value to do that move up. And there's always going to be someone like the cam makers person, me. That's going to be like, I hope that he's going to come back. And I, I have faith because I like this player. There's always a couple of Dobbins guys in your league. So I could see that. Looking at you, Rich. Uh, my <laughs> next player is uh, super easy. And I unloaded the, I think, two shares that I had of this player before the season started because I saw the writing on the wall. 
and this is an obvious one. This is not breaking news, and I'll be very slow, be very quick. It's Kadarius Tony, first round draft capital, traded to the Chiefs with Mahomes. Guy stinks. He's never going to be a player in the NFL. He's made of nope. porcelain. Yep. Yeah, he he's never going to be breaks. relevant ever. No, ever. Hundred percent garbage. Now, I'm not. I'm going to go into a little detail with mine because it is Travis Etienne. Now, hear me out. You he guys are like, use like, RB4 and all this stuff. But did he feel like RB4? Did he feel like that? Is he priced at RB4? He, his value is honestly a little higher for my taste, but RB3. He, I have him. I have him in a league, a league with Doug. I was not comfortable starting him because there was games where it was like seven points, six points, seven points. And then he gets two touchdowns. Oh my God, there's 20 points. Two touchdowns again, 20, uh, 20 points, seven, seven. It's like he needed touchdowns to be effective. I wish he was involved more in the passing game, which I don't know why he isn't. I mean, he still had 50 receptions, didn't he? Yes, but it just felt like almost 60. Yeah, so I think he was involved in the passing game compared to like how they've used him in the past. James, you roster at the end. Did mm-hmm. it feel hot and cold with him? It was very hot and cold. Yes. And, and his numbers his numbers tell the truth. I mean, even over the last three to four weeks, we had Cleveland 17.2, Baltimore 9 points, Tampa Bay 6 points. I mean, it, it just looks like I mean, like those that. are three really good defenses. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tennessee, San Francisco, we had bad games. So maybe it was schedule dependent. I think, I, I mean, you look at the, I bet all five of those teams were top 10 run defenses because Tennessee's run defense was good. Their pass defense I mean, sucked. the games that he really murdered were like Buffalo 36 points, 26 for 136 and two mm-hmm. with four receptions. Like those are the games that no other running back is going to get. But only I feel top like five running backs. But I, I know, but of. I feel like for me personally, if he doesn't have a gigantic season, like I'm talking what everybody I mean, thinks. he's going to go from RB three to what one. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think but, his but, job is secure here? there. I mean, he's only twenty four years he's, old. He's also got a reason. He's in the last. He, he's in the last year of his of his rookie deal. Yes, for me, he's Joe Mixon. There's nothing okay. wrong with that. There's Joe Mixon not, was like a, a but a top I just, fifteen running back throughout his career. But if I don't, for me, I I don't know what it is about Travis Etienne. If it's a if I, I don't see that Clemson explosive explosiveness that he used to have, I mean, he but, he makes a lot of explosive plays. I mean, he he has like runs over forty yards. He can take it to the house. He's not like Najee Harris or something. Like he maybe can, he's not one of those running backs that just disappears. Like I understand his production disappeared, but those were against bad teams, which they abandoned the run. That's Doug Peterson then, then to you a know what? It's just a me thing. So I'm gonna pivot. <laughs> I'm gonna pivot. JSN. If I don't see if I don't see him. Take a step forward this year. I think I'm going to sell very high on JSN. I want it to happen. And I know usually if you don't see it by year two, the odds of it happening now. Here's the thing. I if you wait until the end of next year to sell yeah, JSN, no, you're not that's, selling that's a high. That's the whole thing. You have, to, you have to sell either beginning of the season or in the offseason when, when they release Tyler Lockett. That is when you're going to offload your JSN shares, 100%. in my opinion. If if you feel that if you a feel that he's that not he going to come not through with it, I think he's going to. He made some huge catches for them this season. They were featuring him more and more as the season went on. So I think JSN is going to be completely fine. And once Lockett's out of the picture, so, they have a new OC, new head yeah. coach. 
Like, there's a lot of positive stuff for JSN. I, I think year two, I think he's going to be one of the players that ascends from year one to year two. Um, so I don't think he'll have to. And if you, like you said, we were saying when you froze up, Tyler, is that, you know, if JSN, you wait till the end of the year and if he disappoints, like you're not selling him high, you're going to sell him at a loss because you drafted him as a top five pick in the rookie I, class. I, I agree, but I, I think you guys all know what I what I mean with I want to see at least over a thousand yards. I want to see eight touchdowns and, and I want to see games. him get used I wanna like I want to see like him get CD used Lamb. like guys like Amon Ross St. Brown do. Like yeah. he could exactly. fill that role like easily, you know. I yeah, mean, like we're talking ceiling. a little bit harder to do when you have a, a freak athlete like DK Metcalf on the field. Yeah, opposite. DK Metcalf, who's one of the most underrated receivers, I feel, in, in Dynasty. I agree. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. All right, James. Give me well, I mean, I can I can it's a toss up between these two, but uh I'll I'll go with the receiver first. Marquise Brown. Okay. The straw is snapped in I my about opinion. This. Um, you know, we're talking about Marvin Harrison Jr. possibly going to the Arizona Cardinals. Marquise Brown didn't do diddly crap with the Cardinals. opportunity. Seems like a guy the Patriots that would overpay had. for. Yeah, I or the Chiefs. One hundred percent, I could see him in Patriots Navy. Oh, next Patriots year. give Marquise Brown seventeen and a half million dollars annual over four years, and I will literally <laughs> drive my head through the drywall in my basement. You know, I actually see him going to the Chiefs. They need something. He I think can be he's, the new Tyreek, but not really. I, I think he is a perfect element what they need with uh side by side with Rasheed Rice. I think they work perfectly together. I think that he's he's spent Ooh, Brown all right? Rice, I like it. He wasn't really, really <laughs> much when he was with Baltimore. He was a, a spread the field kind of guy, deep ball. He was good with Baltimore. He was Just great with Baltimore. Why does he were 22? And then every year after that, he's increasingly gotten worse. And I'm not going to sit around and wait for him to try to get better halfway through his career. I'm out now. If he if he is retained by Arizona, he's in a the, value between between the free agency mark and the draft. Try to get rid of Marquise Brown. So why do you? Wasn't he like wide receiver five or something like that? The first six games, he did start off strong. I had him in a redraft team. And he did start he off strong, with, and then he uh, had a heel injury. Josh, yep, he had Joshua Dobbs. He had yep. occur- but him and Kyler are like best friends. But he had this nagging heel injury that literally he went out almost every single game after it happened. He would he would leave. He was the like game, a game time the game. decision. Then he get no targets. I think he was banged up. Oh, it's 100%. The same thing. he left Baltimore, got injured in the next year, and then this year he gets injured. Like this is what I'm talking about. Like I'm not, I don't want these type of players on my team where I have to sit around, keep them in either my IR spot or God forbid they soak up a bench spot because they're, they're not producing, producing at the, at the rate that you need them to, for your, to win a championship. Yeah. And it's just not worth it anymore. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where he uh, ends up here in the offseason. Could he, could he come back and resurrect his career? Absolutely. We saw Devante Parker do it. Like, what? He's, like five times under three. Yeah, he's teams. young enough. He's what? 26, 27. Like, yeah. He's going into the prime of his um, physic- physical being. So He'd be a candidate to to actually you know, get better, but I, I just don't see it happening, and I, I want to get rid of him. Fair. I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i got two more players left, and I'm just going to lump them together um, to wrap up my section so, of players that I am both. just done with. I only have uh, – so Alexander Madison is the first one. They're both running backs. Madison, I moved on when the preseason hype was at its peak. I was able to trade Alexander Madison and get a King's ransom back for him, which was great. Um, the other player I have on one roster still, and 
you know, I think I used him a couple times this year. I have like eight running backs in this league and I probably should have been more mindful of trying to deal him, but it's AJ Dillon. Um, who? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. So Doug, I was wrong. You're Madison. telling me that the running backs that you're picking here that are both done are Tyler's Alexander Madison and my AJ Dillon. Yes. The yeah, ones that okay. we actually, I feel like had a bet on, which yeah. is pretty much like the, Hey, here's a bag of shit against your bag of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trade in the doo-doos. Yeah. So Dylan, I know he's a free agent. He just, he screams to me like some team, like the giants, if they don't get Saquon Barkley, will oh cheap out and, I would and laugh AJ and Dylan will go to the giants <laughs> and just slog like Brandon Jacobs used to. Um, so yeah, AJ Dillon, I'm I'm done with. I know he had the good rookie year, you know, decent rookie year. Looked good in the second year. He caught a bunch of passes. I was like, oh, okay, he had some juice, and now he's just. You see what Aaron Jones did in the run game for the Packers, and AJ Dillon. AJ just... Dillon could never do that. No, well, obviously, but uh, and Madison, Ty Chandler outplayed Madison, and they went and traded for Cam Akers. Like, yeah, rest I was days. wrong on it. Yeah, it's okay. I liked Madison too. I thought he was like Dalvin Cook 2.0, and yeah. he's also cooked like I've, Dalvin. I watched so. him for so many years, and I said no way. And I saw the opportunity, and I cashed in. You also watched Sky Moore for so many years, and you said yes, please. True. So and he, he's on this list too, but he doesn't need to be talked about. <laughs> talk about Sky Moore enough. The no sky has fallen. More sky Moore. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get my two done right away real quick, too. Trevor Lawrence, I think we all know the reasoning is because if he doesn't do what we all want his him to, what we all good. expected, his value is good no. now. But if he falls, we're talking a Kirk Cousins-like career where he's just going to be valued at a late first, late first, late first. Like, but I Kirk think, Cousins at least produces. Yes, but <laughs> nobody nobody really wanted Kirk Cousins. The thing is, is everybody wants Trevor Lawrence, but he doesn't produce. He's like a... He's like a Baker Mayfield light when it comes to like producing. Yeah, Baker and he's Ma- probably going to lose Ridley in the because if they sign him, they're going to owe a second round pick. Yes. So like, I don't think Ridley's back in Jacksonville. They would be a team that would draft a receiver. Obviously, Christian Kirk is still there. Evan Ingram, who's getting a ton of ton of work. Um, because they don't go deep with Lawrence. Because you know what? He's not accurate on the deep ball. If you haven't watched Trevor Lawrence, he's not very accurate on it. He did fine with Zay Jones. I mean, Zay Jones, have you seen him float? That's what Zay Jones does. Yeah. He does the reverse moonwalk from his belly to his feet. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah, so so Trevor Lawrence for me is last chance. I loved Trevor Lawrence coming out. Everyone I thought he did. was the real deal. And um, after this year, if it doesn't happen, I think I'm going to lower him in my mental rankings. Um, Javante Williams is my next one. This which, one I loved. Which hurts. Because I really, really like this player. I think he's a good player. We saw a little bit at the end of the year. But then Sean Payton's like, nope, nope. Come back here, Mark Ingram. I mean, uh, Javante Williams. (laughs) So I I do think Javante, if Denver can get their offensive line corrected, because I do think they got some talent there. I mean, they spent a billion dollars. They got to figure something out of quarterback, too. They spent a well. I mean, we'll see what they do there. I don't, coming back. They they can't. They no, can't do that. There's no way. After burning that bridge. That would be a poison pill in that locker room. Yes. I mean, he's not in the locker room. He'd have his own office. That's so. true. He does have his own <laughs> office. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And honestly, if you look at their cap situation, if they were to get rid of Wilson, it would have to be a guy like Stidham, a cheaper guy like Mason Rudolph to come in. Maybe that helps. But um, Josh yeah. Dobbs in Denver. Yeah. For me, Javante, if it doesn't happen this year, I think. The pipe dream's over. I think we're sitting here with just uh, 
a bag of nothing. So hopefully he does recover from the injury after this year. But uh, I mean, he, this he is did it. show he did show glimpses of explosiveness back. We all know that with a running back, it's usually the year after the ACL. Yes. So for him yes. to get two hundred plus touches right after an ACL tear was a good thing. Um, but yeah, it, it, he's going to be a very because at one point he was what the RB four or five in oh, dynasty. Four. He, yeah, he was way he was up, up there, there, and we he went was definitely top five. We went and acquired him in a league because we believed in Javante, and and this year he just seemed like um, a little bit better than average, but nothing nothing sexy about his game. But it'll be interesting to see if he can bounce back next year. Also, my my other two close calls, I'm not going to say anything about it. It's Justin Fields. I think we all know why. And uh, Kyler Murray is another one. And if he doesn't if he doesn't stay consistent in the top ten ish, I think I'm just going to be like, okay, he's a, a good quarterback too. Which, if you have him as quarterback two, congrats. That's awesome. Yeah, but if, that's not he's, if he's your QB one and you're expecting him to get back up to the top five, you better hope it happens this year. Yep, agreed with that one. All James, right. who and you my, got left on your list? This isn't like a last straw player, but it's definitely like a last straw opportunity to go out there and get Josh Jacobs. All right. he had, He's injured right now. We all know that. That's always a value buy in Dynasty. And he doesn't have a contract. He is a prime candidate to possibly go to another team. We saw Zamir White come in and fit the bill pretty well in Vegas. And if anything, the new Raiders GM has shown that he doesn't like to spend big on the running back position. He signed Eckler as a UDFA. I mean, I know they re-signed him, but when's the last time they they let go of Melvin Gordon? Like they've never spent free agent money on a running back. Zamir White is a prime candidate to get tons tons of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we see these running backs after they switch teams, they they lose a step. Miles Sanders, big one. <sighs> he lost a lot of steps. He lost both. A lot of lost a step. Yeah, he lost everything. He lost every ounce of value that he had. Miles so of value. What I'm saying is so this is a last straw sell while you can and get that. I mean, what are we what are we gonna pay for Josh Jacobs? Second. I think that's what you get for him. Early second. You'd be happy if you sold him for a late first. And I yeah. think you can do it in some leagues. I mean, he's a year off of leading Not the league in rushing. Leagues, yes. And you know what? He finished as a t- didn't he finish as an RB one even though he missed time? He was one of those uh, sneaky guys like at the end. Like he finished, I he think, finished in RB, RB like ten. RB twenty eight this year. No. Yep. RB twenty. He was he was very ungood, but he's very hurt. Okay, I know he was when he was he missed playing. The last four he was weeks. a top ten. Okay, he was also so. banged up. He only played like what one game without McDaniel. Yeah. Uh, who so, do you got, Miles Sanders or Colonel Sanders? Uh, give me the Colonel. Okay. I, I think Miles he's got better legs. I, I have a feeling Miles Sanders does bounce back a, a little bit. Um, we'll but see. no, going back to Jacobs, he's one of those players that if you are a contender and you need a running back, a late first. It might not seem like anything because there's no running backs in this class that you you will actually want and and pick 112. I mean, we're talking about it. You're looking at uh, a high upside like player, like a Keon Coleman receiver, <sighs> and that's that's what we're looking at. So if you uh, want production, why not? Um, if you're not contending and say somebody ends up having an early second, are you willing to trade the early second to get him? Like, say you traded your pick your second round pick and you're, you're the first pick. Somebody's like, Hey, uh, yeah. And like, Hey, I'm going to contend. I'll give you two Oh one for Josh Jacobs. I, I think I, I think I'd do that. If, I would do, if you're I would not, do the if, 201. If you're one of the worst teams and you mm-hmm. have Jacobs. Yeah. I'm, this is it. 
That makes sense. We saw it with Sanders. It's, Sanders. It's, it's all, I mean, trading in Dynasty, we all know that. It's it's always team dependent and team need. But I, I think Josh Jacobs can can play both sides in this in this sense where, you know, he may gain value if he gets re-signed and then you get the return on your investment. That's all I'm saying. The guy's been in the league for five years now. It's time to, to catch yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, I would like, I mean, if Josh Jacobs lands with a Dallas or a Philadelphia. Minnesota. Or, any of these places, t- even like a Tennessee, like, I mean, I could see him as a Titan for some reason. I don't know why. Um, maybe that, I mean, you know, him in the face the way, it's funny because we talked about Tajay Spears and I'm thinking what player would fit fit perfect there. Jacobs. Josh, J- Josh Jacobs actually yeah. fits. Another another there. one of these last chance guys, uh, Ken Walker could also be mentioned, honorable mentioned. Uh, last yeah. chance as in you better play Keep the whole season. Play the whole season. <laughs> Play the whole season. Stay on the field, please. <laughs> yes. Because, uh, yeah, he's one of those guys that we're getting That running up there. style is. He does it great when he's on the field, man, but you got to yeah. be on the field to do it. Yep, 100%. Anybody, uh, any last words here for the last straw? The last straw for this podcast. I think this was great. Nope. Uh, I love it. Hey, and just to let you know, the last straw, you know, the best way to get that last straw out is using Manscaped. And their lawnmower 5.0. Tyler, you need to send him an email. I want this new product. Get on this. You know they'll send us one. Not like oh. you do anything while you're at work anyway. I know, right? Send him an email tonight. Be like, hey guys, so you had a new product. We're really pumping the pumping your manscaped. Let's go. You can We're save really 20% with the, with code we actually had somebody do it live. <laughs> Again, onlyfans.com slash the fantasy father. Uh, All right. Listener league this year. T-H-H-H-R. Loser has to shave their balls. Now you just made it weird, James. Live. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. if I lose, whatever. I won't have to do anything. So it's fine. We've seen it, Doug. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so check out Manscaped, the best products in the business, whether you want to shave upstairs, downstairs, the back door, whatever you got going on, you can do it all. Spicy. They've got They've got products for your nose, your ears. The nose you're one gonna, is elite. You're going to look good. You're going to smell good. You're going to feel good. It's going to be an inviting area. For your partner, who whomever or whoever they are, uh, so check out manscaped.com, code DHH. And while you're on the internet, Tyler, go to dynastynerds.com. They're really ramping up their rookie stuff right now. They've Just got a lot teasing. of YouTube videos out, YouTube shorts. They're doing mock drafts already. Um, Rich and team are doing a great job at Dynasty Nerds. Use code DHH, save fifteen percent. They've got prospect film room. They've got team analyzers. They've got an app out on the Google Play Store as well as iTunes. So check out the nerds. They're doing great things over there um, this year. And it is the season. Tis the season. Everyone's talking rookies, free agents. It's the part of the season that I love the most. I actually go through my teams because I'm like, what do I have for picks in this league? And then I go through and I'm like, oh, that's right. I have this pick. I have that pick. And I start to get excited because I'm like a kid in a candy store with the potential of adding some players onto my team. So check out dynastyners.com. And if you're in the need of a new, whether it's a hat, a sweatshirt, a t-shirt, check out Verdi and Global. Search Dynasty Happy Hour. There's some products on there for you. We're hitting the dead of winter. Stay warm. Grab a sweatshirt. Do the thing. Please and thank you in advance. That's going to wrap us up this week. I've been your host, Doug Eddy, with Tyler Gunther, James Kreese. We will see you next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour. <laughs>